Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when we put our anger into action. Okay, regardless of your political beliefs, this is a really difficult moment in American history. I personally have been feeling angry, frustrated, and generally pretty pissed off. I've been trying to look on the bright side, but lately I've really been trying to focus on using my anger constructively. Today, I'm going to be talking about BYP 100, which is an organization that was founded as a way for its members to use their anger to create a change. BYP 100 was founded after the not guilty verdict of George Zimmerman, who was the policeman that killed 17-year-old Trayvon Martin in 2012. A group of black youth activists who would later become BYP 100 posted an emotional YouTube video expressing their outrage over the verdict, and I'm going to play a clip from that video for you now. To the family of brother Trayvon Martin, and to the black community. May this statement find us in the spirit of peace and solidarity. We know that justice for black life is justice for humanity. Our hope and community was shaken through a system that is supposed to be built on freedom and justice for all. We are all your sons and daughters. We are the marginalized and disenfranchised. We are 100 next generation leaders. We are the Black Youth Project Beyond November Movement. We see the hopelessness of a generation that has been broken trying to find its place in this world. We understand that we need to turn anger into action and pain into power. This moment reminds us that we can't look to others to see our value, but we have to recognize our own value. In spite of what was said in court, what verdict has been reached, or how hopeless we feel. Trayvon did not die in vain. A mother should never have to bury her son. However, his death will serve as a catalyst of a new movement where the struggle for justice will prevail. Instead of a moment of silence, we raise our voices together. As Audre Lorde said, our silence will not protect us. We are young leaders standing on the shoulders of our ancestors carrying the historical trauma embedded in a legal system that will not protect us. We are the legacy of black resilience that compels us to fight for our lives. We continue to call out black love, black power, black is beautiful, in the face of continued devaluation of black life. We affirm a love of all black life, no matter if we are in hoodies or business suits, incarcerated or in boardrooms, on welfare or in the WNBA, on the corner or in the White House. So, that video gave you a little taste of BYP 100, which is an organization motivated to create a world where all Black people have economic, social, political, and educational freedom. I found this organization to be especially compelling because of their membership of Black 18 to 35-year-old organizers. Because who better to shape the future than the young people 
who are going to have to live in it. I learned more about the organization by chatting with Mariah Monsanto, who has a really interesting and inspiring background. She grew up in North Carolina and attended the University of North Carolina, where she started organizing after the Zimmerman indictment. I asked Mariah to tell me about the mission of BYP 100, and this is what she shared with me. BYP 100 is a a national Black autonomous organization, meaning that membership is reserved for Black people or people of the African diaspora. And um, we believe in tackling social injustice through a Black queer feminist lens. And that's just jargon for the people who are most marginalized should be brought to the center. And so, again, for us, when when a campaign was decided on um, in terms of she safe, we safe. That's exactly what we wanted to do to make sure we were still in that politic of saying that we want to end gender-based violence against Black women, girls, femmes, and non-conforming folk and non-binary folk. In terms of the mission for BYP 100, it's really about, one, getting people, I guess what we call, like, to the freedom side, right? I think what people don't necessarily understand about movement and organizing is that majority of people are actually not down for it or actually were not involved in making that change happen. Like <laughs> Martin Luther King was not a popular man and so he died, you know? Um, it wasn't what the majority of people wanted. We, we envision a world where all Black people have economic, social, uh, political, and educational freedom, essentially to be able to be self de- like self-determination for, for Black people. I really love this idea that the people who are most marginalized should be brought to the center. People who are experiencing hardships should be the ones to lead the way and advocate for a better future. I asked Mariah my favorite question, what advice do you most want to share with young people who want to make a change in this country? And she elaborated on this idea of empowering those who are most marginalized. There's a lot of well-meaning people out there, right? There's a lot of people who um, know that things aren't right, but also don't necessarily know what to do. I think one of the first things to do is be willing to like listen and be willing to move based on things that you don't necessarily um, want to do or understand. Because what, what you don't want happening is you championing people who should be their own champion, right? Like, I I feel horrible not knowing exactly who said this, but it's like, you do not need to speak for people, but you, but you can just pass the mic. You don't have to speak for people when people can speak for themselves. And again, what, what the other part of that is actually listening to what people have to say. It's, it's believing in experiences exists, even if you don't experience those things. Right. And so a lot of what we're witnessing now in terms of, the pushback against even the language of like abolish the police or defund the police. It's like, this is so extreme. And like, why, why does that need to be the language we're using? It's like, well, when you don't experience those things, of course, it's going to seem like an extreme request to be like these, this entity doesn't exist because you're not negatively, negatively impacted by this entity. And so I would, I would definitely recommend just being willing to listen and also being willing to learn and not necessarily having to be dragged in order to do that you know it's not people who are already oppressed job to educate those are not as oppressed as them that is not why we exist in the world (laughs) 
And, and yeah, if people do want to, to be a change and do want to show up better for like their neighbor, then it's actually learning about their neighbor and helping them as they actually need to be helped, not how they assume to be helped. It is, it is a shift to make, right? When you, when you haven't had to consider people outside of yourself based on like the life you live or like even based on the environment that you grow up in. If you're able to see outside yourself, you're able to see, again, things that don't affect you and how you can show up. I really loved Mariah's words of wisdom, and I think they are really important to hear and think about at this point in time. While I've been feeling frustrated and fed up with our government, it's really empowering to hear the story behind BYP 100, whose members are turning their collective anger into action. They are part of marginalized groups, but they are choosing to step up and create better futures for themselves, rather than sitting around and being angry all the time. For anyone who needs a little extra inspiration for their week, I wanted to quickly share a quote that I read the morning after Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. I've been thinking about these words a lot, and they've really helped shape my perspective these past couple of days. Mary Ann Kaba is a prison reform activist, and she said, Let this radicalize you, rather than lead you to despair. Let this radicalize you, rather than lead you to despair. It's fine to be angry, and it's completely natural to have those emotions. You are definitely not alone. There's a lot to be frustrated about right now. Whether you're angry about coronavirus, rampant systemic racism, the hurricanes in the South, wildfires in the West, or the notorious RBG's death. Use those frustrations as motivation to make a change. Recognize your anger and then channel it to think about what you can do to make a difference. The most obvious and simple way to make a difference in this country in the next couple of weeks is, you guessed it, vote. Please, please register to vote and then get to those ballot boxes. It may not make a coronavirus vaccine magically appear or stop all of the natural disasters, but I can guarantee that it will make you feel a little better knowing that you did your part to make your opinion known. Be angry. Be frustrated. That's okay but take control of those emotions and use them as motivation because change comes when we put our anger into action. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and you can support or get involved with BYP 100 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BYP 100. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechange.org or on Instagram at Be The Change Podcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.